True Neutral. True Neutral. It's a regular episode. I'm Keenan. Regular ass episode, man. I'm Derek. <laughs> you always forget what we're doing. I do. And then it, it you I do you gauge it by what bit I do at the beginning. A little bit, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> What if I just don't do one? <laughs> I um I, I will get there. I'll you be flounder like, for a second. Yeah, I just be like, oh, it's uh, I'm Keenan, and it's um, <laughs> it's Thursday. And you wait for me to fill in the gap. Game over. Oh it's it's a regular episode. <laughs> that's that's what went through my head just then. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. But uh, I'll, I'll I am heavily assisted by. What do you do at the beginning? <laughs> um, uh, it's been a week. It sure has. It's been hot. It's been... Well, Actually, it was really cold for a couple of yeah, days. It's, Not like really cold, but it was like 60s in the summer. Yeah, it started off like we got a few days in like the mid-60s, and then we got like a day in the 70s, and a day in the 80s, and today it's fucking mid-90s. Yeah. I mean, last week it was hot. Yeah, yeah. It was like 80s to 90s all week. And then, yeah, this this one was weird. It was all... Uh, I, I, I have to say, I prefer the heat more, and I was rather upset that we got like a couple of early autumn days in the middle of June. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this about? Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't mind if it was a little bit cooler than 90 fucking 6, but that's Fahrenheit, but... <laughs> Eh, I don't mind it so much. It's 96 like, degrees Celsius. I was really... We've all died long ago. Yeah. I was really warm when I got here, but that's because I'm like, I have a bag I'm carrying and a guitar on my back and stuff. Like, I was I was sweaty because I was packing things. If I'm just walking, then I'm good to go. Mm. I like it. Feels nice. I've been sweating a lot lately. Not just, like, when I'm sitting around, but anytime I have to do anything, I'm just, like... I didn't understand how people got their shirts wet with sweat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that'll just happen. Like, apparently this year is your year for that to happen. Yeah. For, I, I think my first year was about, like, like 25 or 26. All of a sudden I was walking around and, like, I had never, like... It's that thing in the movies where people sweat so, so much that it's, like, beating and running down their face. Yeah. I had never had that happen to me before. And so I'm like, that, I, I don't know how that's a thing. And I, then, like, all of a sudden it was uh, just happening. Like, I'm just dripping sweat off of me. And I'm like, what the fuck? I, I've had that happen, but, like, I've played sports for many years. And, like, I skated, like, solid ten years straight, like... Mm-hmm. There were days where I was out in the hot skating and I was literally dripping with sweat. Yeah, that 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 happened, but like there was always like an active like notably active cause to it. Yeah. Um and so th- but th- even then like I would very rarely soak my whole shirt and I'd usually just take my shirt off before it got to that point. Mhm. So I didn't I just didn't sweat that much and now when I just do stuff inside when it's hot. Oh yeah, my air conditioner broke, or my dog broke my air conditioner. Um, yeah, he sucks. <laughs> but he's really cute because he doesn't want to be outside the podcast room now that he knows he can just lay down in here so long as he just chills. Yeah, and I I love him to death. But like every time I come home from work and like. My partner's also been at work. He's he's not here, but he'll just, like, trot up, or, like, I'll be driving down the street and, like, see him on the way home, and just, like, 
Get it back in the yard. You'll <laughs> go. It goes right back to the yard. <laughs> it's just... I just need a fucking fence, I guess. Yeah. But... He just should stop jumping out of my windows. Also, yes. Also, yes. Usually if I have to tell him once in a day, he doesn't do it for the rest of the day. So that's... Something. <laughs> anyway, it's been really hot, and we have a baby, and our only air conditioner is in my six-year-old's room. So, baby's spending a lot of time in his brother's room? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, so, the the reason the air conditioner is staying in there is because it's cocked into this wood sealant over what was, I think, a window. Ah, uh, makes sense. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, that's I've I've seen that air conditioner. I'm like I've wondered how if that ever stopped working it was supposed to come out. It's I you are supposed to annihilate that part of the wall, I believe. <laughs> there's no no there's no discernible <laughs> way like I mean obviously you can like just take a saw to it, but yeah. you are going to have to take a saw to it to get that air conditioner anywhere near out. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no it's not being held in place by screws. That's not how this is working. No, that's insane. Yeah. I don't know who decided that was a good idea. It's insane. (laughs) It's like PCs from, like, 2003 that were like, oh, never age, or, like, you never have to replace it. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just like, man, that's just, you know that's wrong. (laughs) You know that's wrong. You can't. Oh, and uh, I guess we watched The Flash since last episode, oh, but yeah. you, at this point, have heard about that, I'm sure. I, uh, yeah, I will have it up. <laughs> I will have it up by then. Look, I'm deciding now whether or not to do, um, we did it in kind of parts, so I'm trying to decide if I should do interstitial music, so, um, if it comes out and there's no interstitial music, you'll know that I was Didn't... too lazy or tired to do that. Yeah. 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 But yeah, 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 that that's a thing that happened. Uh-huh. I actually can't stop thinking about it. I literally so I've got can you usually wear a headphone at work? Mm-hmm. Um so for about six of the eight hours while I was at work today I uh listened to reviews of the flash. Nice. Just different people's reviews of the Flash. <laughs> I think I'm gonna do a, like a, a standalone myself talking about the Flash <laughs> for just as long as I need to. <laughs> I need to get a lot out about this film, and we talked about it for a while. Yeah, yeah. And we we need to keep these episodes up, so I think I'm, I think I'm just gonna just do that when I have time in the morning or something. Good on you. I have so fucking much to say about this film. Maybe I'll come over early on a Sunday before D&D and just let you rant at me for a while. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I'm going to put notes together. It's going to be a whole experience. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, I I guess that's been my week cuz It's been a it's been a warm one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mine's been, I don't know, pretty average, I suppose. I had a mic. What? 
I had a migraine the other day. That sucked. It put me down for like a day or so. Yeah, you couldn't come over for an extra day. I remember that. Yeah, I was in bed all day, and then my it was everything was too bright, and my eyes hurt, and there was too much noise, and my head hurt because everything was loud. And migraines aren't fun. No, it sucks. I, I feel really bad for you and everyone else who experiences migraines because that's not something I experience without like. A severe hangover. Yeah. Like, I just... Otherwise, I don't experience migraines. That's not something that occurs naturally for me. And, like, there's the... I am just a part of the population where that just doesn't happen. Like, mm-hmm. there's there's parts of the population that get migraines, and there's parts that don't. Yep. I'm just lucky enough that that's not just a thing that, like... Or not a thing for me. Yeah, sir. Yeah. I I get them and they'll put me down for like a day or so and that's pretty bad. My mom gets them as well and like sometimes she is like laying in bed for like two days with her head just hurting. Yeah, that blows. Yeah, that blows donkey, uh, donkey nuts. Is what I tried to say. <laughs> My little brother gets them too. I think it's a genetic thing. It runs in our family. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, other than that, you know, not a whole lot. Been playing some games, been hanging out. I've watched the first three Alien movies again, because <laughs> I bought all six of them, and I'm like, fuck yes, so I've seen the first three Alien movies. That's more times than I've seen any Alien movie. <laughs> I'm going to make you watch them. I hope you know that. I know. I mean, they're a cinematic classics, so mm-hmm. at least the first two are. Yeah. Dude, Aliens got Bill Paxton, dude. Game over, man. Game over. Oh, it's so good. Wayne's World? What? They they do that bit. Yeah, they do do that bit in Wayne's World. Everything I know from pop culture, it starts from what spawned from Wayne's World. (laughs) And that all spawned from when SNL was still okay. I I liked our generation of SNL even, the the Jimmy Fallon, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler era. Yeah, it, yeah, it was a Got, lot. Bill Hader was part of that. It and, was a uh, lot more hit and miss. Chris Parnell was there, like. Well, right, okay, so but the people you just named are like a small fraction of the cast that went through SNL for our generation. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's just it was real hit or miss, is my point, and it's not. Not that it was bad yet, but, like, now I actually, like, I've watched a whole episode, like, a couple months ago, and I was... Like a new one? Yeah. Uh, It was was not, not funny. (laughs) I don't even, I haven't watched that in years. It was just not enjoyable for me to watch. I don't know, I don't know if I'm just missing something on the topical comedy level, but... Maybe we're just out of touch. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I'm the the it was just <laughs> just not funny to me. Um, not good. No. But the, the like I've got the best of Steve Martin SNL. That shit's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah, I guess I'm just an old man in my comedy. <laughs> I'm an old man in a lot of aspects. Yeah, me too. I get that. How was your week besides your migraine? Um, it was good, you know. I, mean, I played some I I beat Uncharted 4, I watched the Alien movies. I I mean, I worked, but other than that, it's been kind of hanging out doing 
fun, fun little things. Yeah. I'm excited to make you watch the Alien movies, because you're going to really like the first two, probably, and then the rest of them, or you're going to be like, why are we watching this? <laughs> and I'm going to be like, because it's Alien! It's good! Yeah, the only, yeah, the only Aliens I ever saw was Aliens vs. Predator, and that was on TNT at, like, 5 p.m. Did you watch the second one? No. Ah... Those are technically not canon to either the Alien or Predator universe, but they are fine, I guess, in their own right. Well, I mean, it's disappointing they're not canon to either universe. It'd be fun to know that that happened, you know. Yeah, I don't think they're canon to either universe. Like, the Freddy vs. Jason movie is not yeah. canon to either one of those universes. Well, that one kind of makes sense, but, like, the Alien vs. Predator, like, there's a lot of different ones, you know? Like, they're a whole species or race... Like a whole, you know, mm-hmm. set of them. Whereas, like the Freddy versus Jason, there's there's one of each of those guys. There's yeah, <laughs> there is no more than that, or they wouldn't be nearly as scary. Mm-hmm. There's there's only one. I mean, I don't want to have the Jason debate about that one. There's yeah. there's only one at a time. I, I Jason Voorhees is always Jason Voorhees. Even in Jason X, it's still Jason Voorhees. Yeah, but in the first one, it's... First one is the mom, yes, but that's setting up what would be... Because originally it wasn't supposed to be, like, a a series movie. It was supposed to be a one-off movie. Right. And it's just, I don't know. A way better twist. Yeah, well, that's why it changed titles, too, because the first one's called Friday the 13th. Right. Whereas the rest of them end up being, I think the second one's maybe Friday the 13th 2 or something. But the rest of them are like, Jason goes to hell and Jason X. And it's all, like, it switches tonally from, from being one story to another story. It's funny how close tonally and totally are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so, uh, news, news. Do you want to um, start off with the big news or the little news? Uh, no, I want to start off with some clarifying news. Oh, yeah, you wanted to start off with um, like, clarification so about last, something. Last week I talked about the uh, the Titan submarine uh, right. that went down to the Titanic and imploded. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I, I may have said, what? It imploded. It imploded. Yes, it did. That's what's what happened. Yeah, it's actually accurate. At, at the very least, those unfortunate rich people and the one very unfortunate nineteen-year-old that didn't want to be there—they uh, died very quickly without even realizing anything happened. So there is that. That is that is a slight bit of comfort. There was no waiting. They presumed like they didn't shut down. The submarine didn't shut down. They didn't drift around in the dark and starve and run out of air. Nope, it was very, very quick, and they didn't feel a thing or even realize what was happening. Neat. Um, but I did, um, when I was talking about uh, the CEO, Stockton Rush, and his safety regulatory things, uh-huh. and I, I think I said something about how he... Um, said that it was, like, too expensive or something like that, and it took a long okay. time. Yeah. Um, which um, is not true. Um, okay. So, in actuality, what happened... So, first of all, I should say that his nickname, apparently, was the Daredevil Inventor. <laughs> all right. Oh, also, it wasn't a Mad Cat's controller. It was a Logitech controller. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Um, I don't know if we clarified. I think we just said knockoff, but... I, I think I did say Mad Cats. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it was a Logitech controller <laughs> that it was ran by. And so he Do was known as... Do you know as, what console it was for? I'm just curious. I'm not sure exactly, no. I, I saw an interview where he showed off the controller, but I didn't pause it and zoom in to see what button layout it had. Were they black buttons, or were they colorful buttons? They looked more like colorful buttons, but that could be Nintendo or Xbox. It's usually Xbox. But Nintendo doesn't usually have colorful buttons unless they, unless you had a GameCube controller, which, yeah. why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> I, I would be comfortable holding a GameCube controller, but I am, I am in a minority. Yeah. <laughs> I know where all those buttons are. That's a that's a weird controller. It is a weird controller. Um, but no, he's known as a Daredevil inventor. He's been quoted in an interview, this was a few years ago now, but saying that um, his industry, the deep-sea submarine industry, is, quote, obscenely safe. <laughs> and the... Um. He just thought that the regulations and all the safeties were super unnecessary... I watched an interview with him with the, him so in the it interview. It wasn't a cost or like he just, time thing. No, he just thought that it was completely unnecessary. Um, he I watched an interview with him, and him and the interviewer were sitting inside the Titan submarine, which really gives you a perspective on like how big this thing was. It was only twenty one feet long, right? Okay. There's so, yeah. no chairs. In the submarine. They had to sit cross-legged on the floor of the submarine, basically shoulder-to-shoulder with each other. There is a spot somewhere in the... For $250,000 a ticket. Mm -hmm. You went in there, there's... The whole thing is basically just like... It it looks like the inside of a lipstick container. It's all just silver metal, and then there's like a flat front on it. He's like, there's only one button inside the whole submarine. He's super proud of this. There's only one button in the whole submarine. He reaches up and he clicks a button in the top right corner of the front part, and it just lights up green. He's like, and now it's on. That's it. That's all That's all we should need is just one button. And then he holds up the controller that he's running it with, the Logitech controller, and he's like, these things should be simple. You shouldn't have to have a certification or anything or any special training to be able to drive one of these things. It should be easy. You and technically what? need all of those things for a car. <laughs> you should have any of those things for anything that, especially is having any level of emission in the ocean. They were sitting down, and they didn't look like they were, like, hunched way over, but it didn't look like they could sit cross-legged and sit up fully straight comfortably. It looked like it was maybe wide enough for two people to sit next to each other cross-legged. Apparently, there was a small bathroom in the back that you could turn and crawl back to if you had to use the bathroom, but he preferred if you didn't because, obviously, it's a little bit dangerous to use a bathroom on a submarine. Um, But that was it. He was also very proud of the fact that in this interview, he was pointing out the lights and some of the things. He bought... Quite a few components for the submarine from Camping World. Off-the-shelf things from Camping World. As well as the glass that was in the one single window on the submarine that was in the bathroom 
I really, I'm, I'm sorry. I really <laughs> thought your clarification was gonna make these guys look better, more sympathetic. <laughs> and Stockton Rush is not done that. No, not at all. The uh, the glass he used for the one window that was in the in the bathroom is uh, was only rated to go down to thirteen hundred meters. The Titanic sits at about four thousand meters under the sea. Look, I it, if I was any of these very rich people, you know what I would have done if I wanted to see the Titanic. I would have gotten a hold of some Hollywood friends. And gotten a hold of James Cameron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Cameron, he would, he'd probably do that. You throw a quarter million dollars a ticket at him, he's like, yeah, I'll take it down there. I've got a submarine. I've, I've got a very capable submarine, and I'm pretty sure I myself am certified to drive it. So I'm, I, yeah, he's I guess. He's been to the Titanic. He's been to the bottom of the Mariana Trench. <laughs> like, you can trust James Cameron. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that, but you can trust James Cameron. Dude, look, I, there's. There's not a lot of people you can trust to get a movie done, like, every single time. And it might, it done take, it might well. take a minute. Yeah, but that's because he's, he wants to make sure it's done well. Yeah. James Cameron is a very capable, ambitious, and talented man. He directed trust, Aliens, and it's great! I, I trust that, dude. I, like, just have implicit trust for James Cameron. Um, I feel like we all probably should. James Cameron for president, 2024. <laughs> and uh, so apparently the the trip down through the ocean to the Titanic was supposed to take roughly eight hours. The support ship lost contact with the, with the Titan submarine a little over an hour and a half into their journey. So probably right about the time they passed that 1,300 meter mark and started going down further, just based on my, like, assumptions of mathematics. Yeah. 4,000 feet, or 4,000 meters down, eight-hour trip, lose contact about, you know, almost a quarter of the way in. That's a little bit past probably the 1,300-meter mark. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All these things are starting to click into place. Uh, Yeah. So, anyway, that's that's clear. Can we, let's let's move on to some light stuff, because (laughs) I am... I really am. Uh, see, anything I say is just going to be in poor taste. And I, I feel real bad about the people who probably got car salesmen suckered into doing this. Like, like most likely, he he sold that ticket real, real hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And probably, like, friends or, like... Also, the submarine had tried to do this once before and had failed at that point, too. But that time, they floated to the surface and they were able to be rescued. And then before there was... He just went back, fixed it up, sold some more tickets, and tried again, apparently. Mm, All of this really falls on Stockton Rush, in my opinion, who is not here to take accountability for his actions. Yeah, I'm like... Uh, I I wouldn't like want him put to death for negligence, but like he, I mean he did that. Yeah, he he kind of did that to himself. <laughs> yeah. So, so I I don't know. That's that's it, it. It is a tragedy in its own right, but it's also like incredibly preventable. Like Romeo and Juliet. It's yeah. Like yeah. I don't actually have much sympathy for the main characters here. The side characters all kind of got fucked over in this. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, also, if I find out that I'm getting a ride to the Titanic from someone called the Daredevil Inventor in his nope. new... Yeah, yes. Nope. <laughs> Evil Knievel's not taking me in a submarine. Yeah. His own submarine. Yeah, his homemade... I got the lights from Camping World, and I got that from... I'm like, nope, I'm out. Nope. I see the Logitech controller, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. So, fuck. That's... That's insane. Let's move on to some quick... Let's do the DC casting news, because I think that's going to be a lot shorter talk. Yes. We um, got... Uh, uh, I've got it pulled over. Pull, <laughs> i got it pulled over here. Woo! Woo! <laughs> David Corinsweat has been set to play Superman, while Rachel Brosnahan is on board to play Lois Lane in James Gunn's Superman Legacy. This is from Deadline. Mm-hmm. I, read, I just quoted that straight from their thing, so I should, you know... Deadline. The Deadline article by Justin Kroll, <laughs> who's definitely not a scroll. Secret Invasion Episode 2 came out. I'm finding it hard to be that interested. Um, well, it immediately got boring. Uh, like, I, you know, stuff happens at my house, and, like, I should have gone back and, like, watched the second half of the episode today, and, like, I just didn't feel compelled to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so Secret Invasion Episode 2 came out, and it seems like I will probably try and watch it again when I've got more time. It's very talky, so I think I just wasn't able to invest myself in the conversations this time. But all the scrolls are on Earth. All of them. <laughs> like, literally all of them. He was like, uh, yeah, so uh, we just kind of came here while you were all blipped out. Interesting. Yeah, so there's like a million scrolls on Earth. I'm looking at the IMDb for David Cornsweet, and I have not seen anything that he's in. Oh, well, at all. Can I take a take a quick a little look on? Yeah. Um. The very first fact on anything when you type in his name is that he's six four. So apparently, people are really interested in how tall he is. Uh. Well, I mean. Maybe they've just seen him in stuff and we're like, wow, he's tall. Wonder how tall. He. It looks like he's in a lot of TV shows. A yeah. lot of TV shows and a couple of movies here and there, but nothing that I have seen. Uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, he was in one episode of House of Cards, which was apparently a very good show. I thought you were just going to say house for a second, and I'm like, oh, what's the episode? I might <laughs> uh, I might know that one right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know any of the, like, any of these other things. I know House of Cards because I've heard a lot of people say good things about it. I haven't actually seen it. And uh, I've literally never heard of Pearl, Look Both Ways, We Own This City, Project Payday, Journey 3000. Oh, it's a video game. Uh, the Politician... Acting for a cause. Yeah, I don't I don't know any of this stuff. Yeah, I have no idea. So I have no basis of judgment for how he will do. There's this little clip that just plays naturally on this. And uh yeah, he he, he looks like a fit. Like he he's got the hair. He's got the hair, he's got the jawline too. Yeah. So uh I hope they um until we I really hope they don't beef him up too much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know how Hugh Jackman had, like, zero body fat for all of filming? And it was just this weird, tense 
like inhuman levels of muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually don't want to see that. I feel like that's really bad for the actors, and it's not just doesn't seem realistic. Like Superman is super strong; he wouldn't need to be like ultra ripped. Like he wouldn't be working out constantly, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that makes sense to me. Uh, so, I really hope they just don't like bulk him out like that, uh, as they tend to do with. The superhero actor. Yeah, they do that a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are some actors that just like to do that in general. But there, are, yeah, like Thor is a big one that, like, yeah, I feel like uh, Chris Hemsworth had to bulk way up for that. Yeah. Yeah. Even uh, Captain America. Oh he, Like yeah. he didn't have to do all, as much as like you like. Uh, Chris Hemsworth oh, did, I don't, but I don't know about that. Uh, did you see Chris Evans when he got transformed, like right out that machine? It was fucking ripped as fuck and like way too toned. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Huh. Uh, but then there's the other ones, like you know, they didn't need to have Spider-Man be big. Like he's able to stay wiry and tiny. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. got to remain his size. He's like, it's all the suit. I don't have to be strong. This suit's right. strong for me. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just Superman's like. A lot of people think Superman's strong. Well, Superman super strong. Not mm-hmm. of this world. He doesn't need to be ripped. He doesn't need to like look like he goes to the gym. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to that Marvel news because that has. Um, one of my favorite bits of news we've gotten in a while. Yep, I've got this pulled up right here. So, World War Hulk. Yep, I, I also have it pulled up from the text that you sent me. Um, so, World War Hulk in theaters. It says on this, February 13th, 2026. Uh, so, we have Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. Okay, yes, obvious. Obviously. Uh Tatiana Manslani as She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I, I'm excited about that. I am a huge defender of She-Hulk, as, you know, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, Will Deusner as Scar. Oh, uh, yeah. Appeared at the end of She-Hulk. Yep. We had a really silly haircut. I hope they fix that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, we've got uh, Liv Tyler being Betty Ross. Trex. Yep, that makes sense to me. Harrison Ford, we already have known, is going to be Thaddeus Ross. And here it says slash Red Hulk. Yeah, but uh, there, I would like to note the interview that uh, Harrison <laughs> yeah, I was Ford mention had that too. recently where uh, he was asked uh, if he was playing Red Hulk. And Who the said, hell's Red Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's <laughs> pretty funny. <laughs> Have they made you wear a suit with a bunch of balls on it, Mr. Ford? Because I think you might be being Red Hulk. <laughs> Don't you put any balls on me. <laughs> I'm going to go hit my bong and fly my plane home. Uh, hit my bong again when I get there. Hit my bong again on the plane. <laughs> we got Tim Roth coming back as Abomination. Yes, I love Tim Roth. He's such a good actor. Yeah, you should watch She-Hulk. He's re- he's real good in it. Um, so 
it'll still be interesting to see because he has like he's taken on this uh, very much uh, Zen role, but like capitalist Zen role. Mm-hmm. So like he just does talks for money, and he's very like about peace and love and like uh, what is it? Obama stay is his thing. Yeah, yeah. So and now we get to some of the fun. The more fun things. Yeah. Uh, I would like to save the second to last one on this list for last. Yeah, yeah, fair. The The last two on this list, I blew my mind. Yeah, so... Uh, um, we have uh, Garrett Hedlund um, playing Rick Jones slash A-Bomb. I love to see that we're going to get a Rick Jones. That's real fun. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be good. Ugh. Oh. And and then we have Brandon Suhu as Amadeus Cho. Yeah, this World War Hulk is is looking like a real good. That's just another Hulk. If you don't know the comics, yeah, yeah, Amadeus Cho is is just another Hulk. <laughs> I think he took over Hulk powers when Hulk went away. Like he got he like made himself get Hulk powers because Hulk was gone. Something along those something lines. along those lines. Yeah, um, he was he was a fun Hulk. Like, he, he was a fun comic character. I, I like yeah. Amadeus Cho. Yeah. It's good. Good character. We have Eric Bana coming as back me. to reprise his role as Maestro. Like, he's yeah. still Hulk, but he's become Maestro. Uh. How long? How long have I asked for Maestro in the MCU? Uh, it's probably since... We've talked about any Hulk-related anything. Yeah, I think, yeah, like, pretty much the entirety of True Neutral, my stance has been, give me Maestro in the MCU. And my stance has always been, they're not gonna do that. Yeah! <laughs> Eric Bana's gonna be Maestro, motherfucker! <laughs> that is scary and exciting. Oh, it's so good, it's so like good. Like and then we have a, one more. I'll oh, allow you. It is my favorite one of these. Edward Norton is coming back to play Savage Hulk. Oh my god! I now. So this I, is... I know. I know. Edward Norton is apparently a pain on set or whatever. There's a reason he didn't come back. But he is one of my favorite actors. I love Edward Norton so much. Everything he does is so good. Fight Club was one of my favorite movies growing up. It was very formative. American and I, History X. American History X. Death to Smoochie. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Edward Norton is a fantastic actor. He's the Illusionist. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Everything he does is pretty much is amazing. Yeah. So, I am so excited to see him come back. And his Hulk movie was decent. It was a decent movie. Like When I was a kid and Eric Bana played Hulk... I was I loved that movie, even yeah. though it's cheesy, and I look back on it and I'm like, oh, we got the Hulk dogs and whatnot. Yeah. And like like now I I look back at that movie and I'm not as enthralled as I was as a child. But I remember seeing Eric Bana play Hulk and being like, oh, this is amazing! Like <laughs> this was so good when I was a kid, and uh, to have him come back and be Maestro is. Oh, man, that makes my heart happy. That's so perfect. I'm just so excited to see Edward Norton back in any capacity back in this. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for this movie now. We have, like, three years, two and a half years to wait, and I am very excited for this movie to come out. 
Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, Kyra and the leader are also in this. I don't recognize uh, Summer Glau as Kyra and Tim Blake Nelson as the leader. Yeah, I'm not sure. Directed by Michael Bay. Is this real? I don't know. I hope this is real. I, I, we spent a lot of time on this. I, it feels like it should be real. We know uh, like half that casting is definite and true. Yeah. And I, I, I saw this from multiple different places when I when I saw it and I just took one of them and I sent this picture to you and I was like um yeah and it, from everything I've seen it appears to be real but I, I I guess we'll just have to wait and see yeah I really 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 hope so because this is if not and if that's just fan casting they nailed it yeah <laughs> like yeah but please please do that Yes, please. A World War Hulk with Maestro. Like, yeah, yeah, we need this. Yeah. Like, Marvel needs this. I think people are going to look at that casting and are, initially they're going to be like, oh, they're just doing Spider Man No Way Home again. Hulk will die and Scar will come back. Mm hmm. But I, yeah, I think this. I think that would be much more poignant than anything that No Way Home did. And No Way Home, in my opinion, was a good movie. Yeah. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but in yeah. my opinion, No Way Home was a very good movie. Uh, like, okay, so... I know that, like, we listen to a lot of the same sort of uh, things, and a lot of people in our circles didn't like it because it was, like, uh, kind of cheesy and a little quippy and, like, a little fan servicey, but it served the Marvel Universe for what it was supposed to do. And it was a really fun and good movie, and the majority of people who saw it really liked it. Mm-hmm. It's hard, to, in my opinion, to not like a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. yeah. I think even the Andrew Garfield movies, they got way more flack than they deserved, because they are better movies than people give them credit for. I, I don't doubt that. I have not seen them yet, but I don't doubt that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder where they fall on the overall ratings. Maybe we can throw them into bad movies. Oh, the second one, I think, definitely falls under bad movies. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, do we have any other news? I, I, I do not. Okay. Uh, do you have a story this week? Um, not so much a story. Okay. But I wanted to talk to you about a little mobile game that I found recently. Okay. That... I find very interesting. It's called Void Pet Garden. And so, unfortunately for the listeners here, I, I don't have a visual aid for you, as you are listeners. Um, what? Yeah. But I will show Keenan the things that I have. And so you get... I thought you were going to say showcase. Um. You, it's like a place where, like, it's classic kind of, like, pet thing. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen games like Cats and Soup and whatever, but basically, like, you get a garden area that you grow, like, trees in and stuff. And like Chows and Sonic Adventure? Kind of, yeah. And then it'll attract these animals to your, your garden, and your job is to grow your garden and make it nice, and then it'll attract more of the animals to it that you take care of. Okay. Right? Sure. Um... Well, these ones, you get these little void pets that are, they look kind of like just, almost like leeches, but adorable. 
They're just like they are cute leeches. They they're just really cute, and each one is like named after an emotion, right? So like you you start off by getting an emotion. I started off with a sad emotion one. There's also like anxious. There's angry. There's a happy. Fallacy is one. No, that's that's the name. That's okay. I I nicknamed that one. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, enviousness and determination. Yeah. And glee. Glee looks so happy. So, yeah, they're all based on different emotions, right? And you can, like, hang out with them, and each one of them has, like, their own specific, like, love language. So some of them want pets, some of them want you to just hang out with them for a bit, some of them want, like, treats, different things like that to befriend them. And then you have, like, the your trees up here at the top of the trees. screen which you can nourish your plants. And then when you go to nourish your plants, it has like these different options for you. So it asks you to like to meditate for 60 seconds or to focus and like form a goal in your mind of something that you want to accomplish and just focus on that and whatnot. And it's just like it's a little just like it's adorable, cute, and like it kind of helps you center yourself and like just think about who you are a little bit and I did not think I was going to enjoy this when I first got it. I really thought, I was like, oh, I'll try it, but this seems like something I'm going to get and throw away in half a day because it's boring. I've actually found that I really am having a lot of fun with it, and, like, the the little, like, if you just, like, go along with it, like, I did, like, one of the meditation ones the other day, and I just, like, sat there for 60 seconds and just, like, relaxed and did nothing, (laughs) and then picked the game back up, and then when you're done doing the thing, like, you to push on the plant and it rains on your plant and then it, uh, more of like f- emotions appear. Okay. One of them is like focus on your emotions and it's like how are you feeling right now and it gives you a range of emotions and so you pick like happy or whatever. And then it'll be like is a, one of these a clo- more close than just happy and it'll give you a bunch of synonyms for happy that are like varying degrees and it's like or just happy and it does that like two or three times and then it ends on an emotion it's like and it just helps you like hone in and exactly what you're feeling that in that instant really nice. yeah and uh so i just wanted to talk about this game for a minute and if anyone out there really is just needs a a place to focus and a lot of us spend times on our phones and playing shitty mobile games that don't actually help us in any way. This one is actually a, kind of good because it gives you the sense of playing a game while also giving you a sense of relaxation and just helping focus your mind on the things that you maybe want to focus it on. It's been a very helpful relaxation tool for me, and I really, really like it, and I would highly recommend Void Pet Gardens to anyone that would want to try it. It's It's good. Hell yeah. That sounds real nice, actually. I love it. I did not expect to love it, and I do. I'll okay. give it uh, 92 dabs out of 100. Hell yeah, that's pretty high. Um, yeah. I don't really have anything to review this week. Oh, you know, these things happen. I was, uh... Yeah, just not... Not really doing much. I got the Mario movie. Nice. Yeah, I bought it. Bought it on the Blu-rays. Hell yeah! That's uh, uh, it. Looks great. It's fun to watch. My son is obsessed. 
Um. Well, in lieu of a review, I I have a question that's not really a hypothetical, so we can we can go on that for a second at least. Okay. Um, I w- I was thinking about this the other day because I mean, obviously watching Aliens over the last week and whatnot, the the three Alien movies that I've watched. Um, uh, horror is like one of my favorite genres of movie, of video games, of pretty much anything. Without a doubt, yeah. I've got a whole horror shelf upstairs. Yeah, and so I wanted to ask you, what type of horror scares you the most? Like, what type of horror are you, do you know, like, like, is it like a thriller? Do you like supernatural ghosty goos and stuff? Like, is that I, the scariest? If it, the second it's a ghost, I'm, I'm getting popcorn and it's a comedy. Okay. It literally does not matter what kind of ghosty it is. If you are claiming it is a ghost in your movie, I am not scared. What about like The Conjuring? Then is that still comedy to you? Like The Conjuring movies? It's it's not scary. Okay, like, jump scares don't get you or anything. Uh, well, I will physically jump. Like I will, but like I don't. It's like I a lot of times I know that it's coming. And I'm like this. I'm going to jump in a few seconds. Like yeah. But, like, I'm aware of jump scares in a way that, like, I... I well, when you when you know the signs to look for, you yeah. know, when you, if you've watched enough horror movies, you will be able to tell the signs. I, Either I, the musical ramp up or it'll go dead silent. Those are your two options. Yeah. Like, there, Those, there's telltale signs. Yeah, there's even telltale signs when uh, they're doing a lead-up and they're not doing an actual jump scare that time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... So, uh, predictable movies don't scare me, and uh, that's most of them, if yeah. I'm being totally honest. The it, horror is a genre with very few good movies and lots and lots of bad movies. Yeah, so um, my favorite kind of horror is, like, real life, this could happen, or this could be happening. Um, the closest thing to, like, Supernatural that actually scares me, and still scares me if I watch it now... Um, is The Descent. Oh, yeah. The Descent is a, a fairly terrifying movie. That's It's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, I, a lot of that, I feel, is claustrophobia. Yes. The Descent, a lot of it is for me. The Descent is one of those movies where you could take the monster out of that movie and still have a scary movie, which is yeah. really impressive to be able to do. Like, if, even if you took the monsters out of that movie entirely. That movie is still fucking terrifying. Those girls are turning on each other. They're spelunking. They're spelunking in the first scary place. scary as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I agree. Entirely the same for me. Uh, my example of, like, great horror that actually scares me is something like The Strangers. Um, oh, yeah, that's 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 decent. Because I also liked Your Next. Your Next is good. But I, that's more of a revenge flick. Yeah, revenge yeah, kind of like my, I Spit on Your Grave. Yeah, uh, those are probably my favorite kind of horror flicks, but they don't really scare me. It's just like, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fucking get him. And yeah, the, and that's human the centipede shit. Like, yeah, that's, uh, that's the whole movie. I've never seen that, actually. Human, uh, don't watch it. It's fucked up. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but, I mean... But there's a line, too, because, like, movies like Hostel, which are based on true events, but it's just yeah. torture porn. That's no, all it is. No, Hostel's one of my very favorites. Eli Roth is one of my favorite directors. Me, too, but you can't. You have to admit that, like, Hostel is basically torture porn. No. 
I I also like this movie, and I will tell you that it pretty much is. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not that. It's gore for the sake of gore. No, it's gore for the sake of horror. No. No, yeah. because by the end of that movie, the the guy is taking the blowtorch to that poor Asian girl's face, and you're like, there's no horror left in this movie. You're just like, oh, man, that just feels so unnecessary. Yeah, it's really harsh <laughs> to look at, yeah. And then she sees herself in her reflection, so she throws herself in front of the train, like, God, that fucking movie, man. It's, it's yeah, top tier, god tier horror for me. That's one of my favorites. That's not a horror movie. It it's, is. It's really not. It is. That could be happening. No, that, it could be actively I, happening was, right now. I think now. it was based on a true story. Yeah, it's based on it's based on true events. But like that sort of thing could and probably is happening right now. And then Hostel Two was just. It was real good. No, it was not. I hate Hostel Two. Uh, the first one's good. The second one, don't like. I I liked Hostel Two. Um, I, well, Cabin I, Fever. Cabin Fever is an Eli Roth one yeah. that really gets me. That, that scene where she's one. in the tub, when she's in the tub shaving her legs. Yeah. Oh, my God. Pancakes. Oh, God. That that one that one got me real good the first time I saw it. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty good movie, but it's real dumb, too. Like, it, like intentionally. Like oh, it, yeah. It's a campy horror. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's very fun. I, it's those visceral things like that, though. The the flesh eating virus, and she doesn't know she has it. So when she shaves her legs, she shaves all the skin off. Yeah. And, like those visceral scenes really get me. Yeah. Uh, Saw was another one when it first came out. That very uh, first the, Saw the movie. The first Saw. Okay, and uh, I do like the rest of the Saw movies, but most of those are just torture porn. Those, they, those are those are trap porn. Those are like. How can we fucking, you know, mm-hmm. scare and kill people in interesting ways and creative, like, ironic ways? I kind of pulled a Fast and the Furious on the Saw franchise where I actually, I've seen all of them. I've watched all of those ones, but I stopped enjoying them after the second one. <laughs> <laughs> after the second one, I was like, again? Oh, <laughs> all right. The second one, I think the only good bit in that's the needle pit. Like that bit got me. I oh, I, I don't like, like the, the needle pit. One. I I I like. So I I am of a different opinion. I liked all the way through six, which is all that I've seen. Okay. There are a couple more. I've even now. seen Jigsaw. So uh, I've seen all of it. Yeah, I have not seen the rest of them, but I have seen all the way up to six, and I own them and like them all. I think you're only missing three, because I think there's uh, up to Saw 8, and then there's Jigsaw. Yeah, I think it's 7, the final chapter, Jigsaw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I... I like... I like gory horror if it feels like it is part of the plot. Yeah, that's fair. Um, like, uh, Day of the Dead. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there's um, there's a scene in that one where the guy gets literally ripped in half while he's being eaten and is still alive, so he's screaming, and while he's screaming, his vocal cords get all stretched out, so while he's screaming, he gets like, <laughs> and then it just stops while he's still like got his mouth. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> and it's really gory, but it's terrifying and from the 80s, so you're mm-hmm. like, it's fine. Yeah. Zombie movies, I think, 
hit on a, a, a different level because those are gory for different reasons. Yeah. Like, you expect a zombie movie to be filled with gratuitous gore because zombies themselves are decaying, decrepit bodies. They're just walking gore. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it, it kind of has to be that way. Like, some of those, like, I remember uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. The, the, the one when they're in the mall. Yeah. From the remake, like, yeah. Yeah, from the 2000s. And that I think was that was a Zack Snyder. Film. It was a Zack Snyder film, yes, indeed. And uh, it's I've got the director's cut of that one. It's really not a terrible movie at all. I've like got the Snyder cut. You've got the Snyder cut. Uh, no, I remember really liking that movie as a kid. It got Richard Cheese in it. Yeah, like, they did the, that. That movie was really, really good. I the all the actors in it were fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then it, that one was followed with the. Uh, the the Day of the Dead one that came afterwards when the zombie they had the 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 city that was behind the walls with the people still living in it and then they had like zombie fights and whatnot and I didn't know they did a remake of Day of the Dead yeah yeah it's like a modernized remake uh, I don't know and uh, it's I, don't know if I like that it's interesting it's interesting it's it's different I'm surprised you never heard of that I'm pretty sure it's got John Leguizamo's in it I think and I haven't seen that movie in so long. Oh no, no, I do know that with one. With the yes. the one no, where the yeah. zombies like start getting some yeah. intelligence yeah. back, and there's the leader zombie, and then there's they attack the, the guy city. doing the gas pump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. starts leading the other zombies to the city. Yeah, no, I remember that. You said John Leguizamo. I was like, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, I've got all of the of the dead movies, so I like it. I was really confused for a second. Like, why don't I know this? Yeah, I was confused that you didn't know that. I even have Diary of the Dead. Which is not very good. <laughs> um, you should watch The Dead Don't Die. Because yeah. that's a good one. Adam Driver and Bill Murray. Okay. it's I'm in. Yeah, it's super dry humor zombie movie. It's like a black comedy. It, it also has got... Uh, 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 fuck. Fuck, what's her name? God damn it. Fuck. 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 Mother, motherfuck, motherfucker, 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 motherfuck, noise, noise, noise. One, two, one. Two, oh, it's three. really gonna bother me that I don't remember her name. She plays an albino Scottish samurai who's also the mortician of the town. That's beautiful. And th- it's like, it's a uh, super kind of like it's very self-aware. Like Adam Driver keeps breaking the fourth wall throughout the whole thing and referencing how everything's a movie. And every time it happens, Bill Murray is like looks over at him like, "Fuck, are you talking about?" Like, <laughs> Tilda Swinton. Ah. Tilda Swinton. She plays an albino Scottish samurai who's also the mortician of the town. That's fantastic. And she has a huge crush on Adam Driver throughout like the whole movie, and it's really funny. That's good. <laughs> this seems like a good movie. Dead don't die. Yeah, the dead don't die. Dead don't die. Huge recommend on that movie. It's so funny. All right. Um. Well, I guess the, that's what scares us. Yeah. I, I, I've been watching more horror movie lately, and uh, I wanted to talk about scary movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah scary movie is not scary. Actually. No, 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 no. That That is on purpose not scary. What? I mean, Why would they call it that? <laughs> I had a parody movie when I was younger called 
uh, what was it called? A sc- fuck scream. Scream because I know what you did last Friday the 13th or something. It was like one of those ones where it just That's takes a, a bunch of movie titles yeah. and yeah. smashes them together. And uh, wow, it was one of the absolute cheesiest, awful, B-rate parody movies I've ever seen in my life. Well, Scary but... Movie 3 was fine. Scary Movie 4 sucked donkey Oh, my, Scary Movie 4 was bad. Yeah. Scary Movie 2, objectively the best one. Yeah. You got the strong hand bait. You got yeah. David Cross sucking his own dick. You got like, the, the rapey ghost. The rapey ghost. And the chick that's really into the rapey ghost yeah. and then gives it crabs and then it runs away. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's all That's all above board funny stuff. It's not really, but it's very funny. Oh, it's real funny. Yeah. Real it's, funny. It's great. It's... <laughs> Uh, Scary Movie 3 was the first one I saw, actually. Really? Yeah. I started with the first one. Like, basically, as they came out, I watched them. Yeah, I was not old enough for that, and even when I was, my parents were like, nah. I probably wasn't old enough for that either, but my dad was like, hey, you want to watch this movie with me? And I was like, sure! Sure. (laughs) Of course, Dad. (laughs) Ah. Anything else for the week? Not really, no. Um, I was going to go over our spam, but it's not even very funny. That's fair. Not funny spam is not funny. Oh, um, if you didn't agree with our top ten video games list, you can always message us and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you can totally tell us uh, what you think of our video game lists or what you hate about them. If we're wrong. Or if you agree. Yeah. 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 Was spoiler the best one? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think any... you think spoiler was the best one? I, like, I, I want to say I don't think either of us really had any hot takes in those episodes, but then again, they're very personalized lists, so even if people are like, you're wrong, we're like... It's games we like. Fuck you. <laughs> it's a very subjective episode. <laughs> Like so, you can you can tell me that I'm wrong, but I probably won't care. It's not going to change my love for the games I love. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, if you'd like to do that, you can go ahead and email us at trueneutralpod at gmail dot com, or you can get a hold of us over on the Twitter at uh, at trueneutralpod, as it were, and I'm what? at Mister Dab himself. Got True Neutral Studios on the Instagram and the YouTube's, and True Neutral Podcast on the Facebook. And then the disappointing man, disappointing at best, on both YouTube and Facebook as well. That's, um, hmm, that's, that's right! Ah! I did it. And I think that's about it for the week. So, uh, until next time, Bye 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 <laughs>